Hey everyone, I just wanted to jump in here with a quick disclaimer. We are not theologians, pastors, religious teachers, or in any way authorities on the Bible. Just average Christians having a great time talking about the Bible and our different perspectives with our friends. Potluck was created to encourage food for thought and to help open up a conversation about major and minor topics centering around the Bible. We strongly encourage all audience members to conduct their own research as statements presented here are largely opinion-based. We here at Potluck wish you a great day and welcome you to come enjoy the Potluck. Welcome to Potluck, the podcast where we bring our different dishes of conversation and perspective to the table. This podcast focuses on a casual conversation about God through personal stories and experiences. We hope that these conversations help in understanding the Bible, God, and each other. We're glad that you've decided to join our conversation. Hello and welcome to Potluck, the podcast. Perfect. We use our intro. Perfect. Um, Let's start off off with saying hi. Um, And the question today is, what is your favorite cereal? Hello, I'm Vincent. Oh my goodness. My favorite cereal. I don't know if I know the name of it, but it's like the K brand and it's like shavings, but it has strawberries in them, dried strawberries in them. Oh, special K. There you go. That's, yeah. That's my favorite cereal at the moment. Nice, nice. This one. Yeah. Oh, oh look gosh, at that. Rimberries. Yes. Yeah. You know what's up. <laughs> Come on now. I got to keep myself regular. I got to make sure I get this cereal now. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good calories for the beginning of the day. Get you started. I am Delano. And my favorite cereal is Lucky Charms. Because it's tasty. And it's got charms. And it's lucky. Why wouldn't you want to eat that? <laughs> Well, wow, brand deal. You're a <laughs> shill. What's your cereal called Lucky Charms? Okay. Hi, I'm Darcy. <laughs> and my favorite cereal is I'm also gonna go the unhealthy route and say, what are they called? Golden golden crabs? The gold the squares? I know what you're talking about. Like honey flavored? They're like I think golden grams. Yeah. Yes. I know those. Those are good. Yeah. I've never heard of those. Um, hello. Uh obrigado. My name is Kirby. Uh yeah, I'm, I'm I have hey. I I yeah, I decided to have a niche and stick with it. Um anyways. Uh my favorite cereal actually is cinnamon toast crunch. Uh because I'm an unhealthy oh. human being, but currently I have to keep it regular. Like I don't even eat cereal, honestly. Like Last time I had breakfast, I just made eggs. I was just like, bet. I, I, I don't I don't usually mess with cereal like that, but I like me some cinnamon toast crunch, usually in the middle of the night, uh, because I'm a degenerate. So that's that's me. Um my name's Briley, and uh, I kind of agree with Kirby. I'm not if I'm gonna eat breakfast, it's uh, not breakfast. If I'm gonna eat cereal, it's not gonna be in the morning. It's usually gonna be like midnight. That's when I prefer to have cereal. But yeah, my favorite cereal is um Frosted Flakes or uh, what are they called? Wheat, not wheat thins, but like the ones with like the little, they're like squares and they got like the um, icing on the top of them. Oh, I know what you're talking about. What is icing? Oh my gosh. Honey wheats? Wheat thins? No, it's not wheat thins. Wheat thins is a tip. Yeah. Um, Frosted Oh man. Frosted frosted mini wheats? Oh, that sounds right. Frosted mini wheat. That sounds right-ish. Yeah. yeah. Either one of those two. I like frosted cereals at night yeah, time specifically. Same. I'm going to piggyback on that. My favorite cereal is also frosted frosted flakes. <laughs> um, and any <laughs> frosted cereals, those are really good. Um, but then, It is frosted mini wheats. It is frosted mini wheats. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh. Um. And so um, those are really good. Those are my favorite. But also that's like if I'm eating cereal as a dessert, that's what I eat. But if I'm eating like regular cereal, it's just plain granola and milk. That's like the best. 
<laughs> yeah, and this is Danila, by the way. I didn't say. Oh, by the way, um, quick little plug. Um, by the way, okay, back to the topic. So we had two <laughs> topics on <laughs> on our story that we put up to decide whether or not whether which topic we're gonna do this week, um, and we ended up on dating. So that's our topic for today. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> So who wants to start us off? Um, let's break the fourth wall a little bit. We nearly started a conversation about it. So, Danila, why don't you trace us back to the beginning of that, and we can find a jumping off point. Oh, who here is dating someone? Okay, so basically everyone here is dating someone. <laughs> Danila, raise your hand as well. Raise your oh hand as well. There Except we go. Kirby and Briley. So disclaimer, Third. me and Briley are going to mainly be talking out of bitterness and not knowing what-, what That is not is. true. That is not true. <laughs> okay, Briley's not an you honest lie, person, but, but I am. Uh, I'm even the way very she's, honest. Even the way she's sitting right now is kind of like standoffish, like, no. I, I'm, I'm sitting on my rocking chair. Like the old woman I, you are. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah. We, we, we don't do the dating. We have, we we're not dating anyone. We're not really even experienced at all, but we got a whole couple b- below us mm-hmm. again in, in my mm-hmm. game camera. Um, yeah, Vin- yeah. Vincent, you see the attractive man that is right there. You know, he, 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 he get it. He gets the play. <laughs> and uh, Daniel is also currently with somebody. So um, a lot of the perspectives are going to be very different, very odd, but it will be entertaining. Uh, it will be very, at least, in the idea of Darcy and Delano insightful, just knowing like how it is to go through every little stage, you know? So like, you know, I think, I think it's going to be a good little conversation. I'll try not to be offensive, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, oh my. Okay. He said, I'll try. <laughs> I'll clap for that. And we're all between the ages of 21 in 24 right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's also important to mention because we're all pretty young um so we really don't know what we're talking about <laughs> all dumb, <laughs> in the right? grand scheme of things you know okay so dating should i read the questions that people had on instagram or do we what do we want to where do we want to start uh, well, read, read the question where there was a little bit of contention already. I want I want that question, the one that there was already a disagreement, and I kind of want to bounce off of it. We talking? We totally didn't read the questions beforehand. <laughs> nah, break the fourth wall. I don't lie to these people. I mean, we could read the questions at the end. Oh yeah, that'd be. A- I think. Okay. Well, we could do like I'm a little like fire round, maybe. With the yeah. Questions. All right. So what do you want to start with? Our perspectives on it? Like what 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 do we me jumping off point? Yeah. Dating. Got it's bad. Dating. Dating. Kind of like what Darcy Darcy started us off. Yeah, I got you. Okay. So my frustration with dating is growing up in the church specifically. Is sorry, we've got a weird lighting situation where flashlights are propped up, propped up on my computer and they keep falling. Anyways, um, it won't even matter if you're just listening. But yeah, so my frustration with dating is um, that every Christian person seems to have an idea of how you're supposed to date. And each of those people think that they're right about their idea about how you're supposed to date. Like there are people, um, and and when I say how you're supposed to date, I'm talking about like, honestly, everything, it's very broad, but specifically like the timeline of dating um, like when you're supposed to start dating, how long you're supposed to date for getting married, and then also just like physical intimacy. And with that last one, like there's people who think you're not supposed to kiss until you are at the altar. Like it's a very or wide or hold hand. Like it's so crazy. Um, and when I first started dating, like that was very stressful to me because I'm the type of person that wants to do everything the right way. Um, and I was like trying to like figure out how the heck am I supposed to like date people? Like, what am I supposed to do? Um, and I eventually came to the conclusion that there really is no right way. And I guess, I don't know, it was just really frustrating to me that like we put so much emphasis on like dating the right way, but 
there's so many conflicting things out there. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think older people put a lot of pressure on younger people when it comes to dating. Um, maybe not even just older people, like people, Christians in general, put a lot of pressure on each other when it comes to dating. So I guess I'd like to kind of open up with a question of maybe have you guys felt this and or how did you navigate dating? Yes. <laughs> Can I piggyback off that real quick? Please. Um, cause I really like what you said there and it's, and it's uh, like popped up an idea in my head. Cause I felt about, I felt that as well. And it's like, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good thing to have some pressure and like know what you want to go for. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but at the end of the day, when you really think about it, you're meeting and possibly going to be going out with some, with someone who was a complete stranger, maybe even days ago. And people are at different points in their life, like spiritually, like, especially when you talk about in a church context where everyone's like, Oh, I want the guy to be like a, a religious leader. Well, I mean, you don't know where he's at with his relationship with God. And that may be affected by the church itself. That could be affected by just experiences or just, he's getting to know God, for example. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it's, it's good. It's when it comes to dating, it's about like, listening and figuring out who that person is at the same time but like being there for them as well what if you decide to date them because like at the end of the day like it's it's a process where you figure out if it's going to work and continue for a longer period of time or if it's not mm -hmm. i mean I, I, it's arguably that like it can happen before you start dating someone or not like you may know right away or not know right away but I don't know, like, I feel like people should have a bit more patience when it comes to it in a way, because not everyone is the guy in the book or the guy in the movie or the girl from the book or the girl from the movie. It's everyone comes from completely some sometimes crazy, sometimes more chill, relaxed backgrounds that affect how they've been. So sometimes that's kind of that's kind of been like what I wanted to say after what Darcy mentions the thought that came to my head. One thing. Uh, one thing that I've heard once is like a quote, I don't remember where from, but in the context of like a long, a long lasting relationship, uh, this person was like, um, it feels like I've been married to like so many different people with how much my wife has been, has changed and grown, but I have made the choice to be there through all of that and accept them while they're changing and um i feel like that's an important thing to consider because especially in the in the terms of a long uh lasting relationship right not all dating has to end in a marriage but for me that's why i date for you know and i feel like you know what i'm saying dating relationships happen because you're looking for somebody for longer relationships typically and uh <clears throat> Yeah, being able to accept somebody for how they're growing is important. And I feel like that's kind of what you were saying, uh, talking about, Vincent. Yes. Yeah. I parallels how God has a relationship with us because we grow and change all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think to tie it all back around, I think um, every relationship is going to is going to be unique. You can't try to find somebody that will fit a specific mold. You have to learn with each person how that relationship is going to present itself because everybody's different. Yeah, and I like what Delano said about um, comparing our relationships with others with our relationship with God, because the Bible does it a lot. Um, and I think that it's important that we understand that the other person isn't perfect, just like in a relationship with God, like we're not perfect. And so God forgives us, but the other person that you're in a relationship with isn't going to be as forgiving. Like, so you have to like communicate, like talk to each other, have that moment of understanding. Um, I feel like that's, I think for me, the number one most important thing in a relationship is communication because you can't read the other person's mind so you have to communicate but kind of going back to the issues 
of the church on relationships and how they treat it oh my goodness (laughs) I definitely feel like I don't know maybe it's just because no one has the answers but everyone's trying to give the answers um on how to be in a relationship because there's so many bad relationships in our church so Mm -hmm. many toxic relationships of like non-equal like partnerships and a lot of problems like are all reasons why people our age I feel like are leaving the church is because of their relationships that they see between their parents one parent isn't treating the other parent well with respect I see that all the time um there's been a lot of skewed ideas about how like women should be treated in relationships um within the Christian church um comparatively I feel like there's so much I could keep going but yeah it's just like so much issues of how the Christian church as a whole deals with relationships and how we're we are supposed to treat them and I don't feel like we are doing a good enough job of teaching young people the people who are like very adamant about their faith about relationships and I feel like it gets worse and worse every year let me can I can I hop in real quick so I I just also want to ask you guys when do you consider someone like actually dating right let's because because this 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 is the thing right because if two kids in like middle school I'm like, oh, you're like for a girlfriend. What even is that, right? Like, let's, let's be honest, right? Because all the serious aspects and things we're talking about is like grown people at max, like minimum, like last year's like high school heading into college, right? Or even then, really people starting like real lives being real people. Because for me, it's like, at least me growing up in church, one, my parents didn't really like bother about trying to stress about all that stuff because they were too busy about like you're a child do what you you know be a happy kid don't let things stress you out but also within my own church personally which I don't think anyone from my church is ever going to see this thank the lord um people just dated each other like it was just people start dating around they start passing each other around it was dirty it was crazy um so it's like you know sometimes even dating within the church is not even ideal like most people who got married in my church found someone outside of our church to actually marry so it was never like within the actual like our our church. I went to another church and was like, all right, let me find somebody else. Because um, when a church family is so tight, it's gross. Um, so for me, it's the idea of being able to look outside your circle, find someone, and really like hone in what you want. I do know the idea of people wanting like religious leaders, and I want someone who can challenge me and get me in the best. Some sometimes I don't work out. That's not for everybody. That's for some. That's not for everybody. Um, I know some people where they were told they need to have someone who was like a religious leader backfired heavily. Um, it's not going to be for everybody. Uh, some people need to understand every relationship is going to be a little different. Every person will be a little different. I think an issue in the church that we do is think that everyone's going to have the same relationships and all relationships are going to be the same is a perfect formula. And that's stupid to think because everyone's different and everyone has different ways of operating. So it's bound to have a different way of working for different people. So I think the advice, I would say the advice to give is to be able to have people understand that you need to figure out what your, what an ideal relationship looks like to you. Right. But also if you ask me personally, I think we should stop giving out advice. Thank you. Some people need to stop doing it. Thank (laughs) you. I, sorry. (laughs) That is the truest statement ever because I just feel like every relationship is so, so different. And I know we're doing a whole mm-hmm. podcast about dating and we're not trying to give advice. We're just talking about the subject, I promise. But it is so annoying with like one couple gets it right eventually, right? They they get it right, they're together. And then they start trying to preach to all their friends about how they, oh, we've got it right. And now this is how you got to do it too. And then I feel like that's so common in their church. Like literally I've had like so many different friends come to me and be like, oh my gosh, I found my man. This is how, <laughs> and this is how you need to find your man too. <laughs> like the, I, pastor, the pastor invites you guys on stage to do like a little relationship seminar and you both sit there on your little talk and talk about everything you did in your marriage and tell everybody to do the same thing. I yes. didn't kick. 
No hate. No hate. No hate. No hate. It's just all hate. All hate. Uh, I'm aggressive. No, it's no hate because it's like it's what people do. People are very excited about the relationship and they want to share their love and how they found their love. But the thing is that no two people are the same. That's why God created us all different and beautifully different. So it's not going to be the same. I I have a question Um, because I think everyone here, we've go to different churches or at least in different conferences, right? Which again, that's a whole other conversation we don't need to get into, but again, there's conferences, blah, blah, blah. But what is the craziest thing you see in your conference or church do to get young people to date? Like the date. Because the thing is, I I have a couple things that I know of, but I know like some churches are like, we need to get these kids together so they can like date and find somebody. Because again, uh, as a as a product of Caribbean parents, uh, if you're not dating a girl in the church, they're afraid. Uh, because if you don't date someone in the church, everything's gonna go wrong. Which the issue is, they haven't been proven wrong on that mindset yet. So uh, some people are kind of trapped in that thought. But is there any crazy thing you've seen a church do to get? like the youth to date each other or find someone to date within their like city and town that's also within the same faith like have you seen that <laughs> our university had speed dating that's the most i've seen yeah it's just a regular thing for a college campus though that's a call co- like every college campus will have a thing for dating though like one thing I'll point out is that um, in Florida, here here I am uh, putting out date. Essentially, uh, the conference I went to a camp meeting, and for some reason, apparently there is a singles ministry. Which again, I wasn't even too sure about that. I, there's a ministry for everything, right? But there's a singles ministry, and what they were doing was a cruise for singles. Oh yes, I heard about wow. that. It was a singles cruise. For people, it's real awkward. But I feel like it's awkward. But it could, it could work. It's not. Hey, man, I think it could work. But also, I think the people who planned it do not understand the the issues they they gave themselves. Yeah. Um. Again, it's the church. We all know what it should be. But let's be honest. <laughs> uh, you put a whole bunch of single people on a boat. Hey, man, oh, I don't gotta say anymore. I don't have to say anymore. <laughs> I don't have to say anymore. It's it's just you like you're you're adding things together. You're you're causing problems. Uh, going back to our college, it used to be known as Southern Matrimony College. Everybody got married. Everybody get married over there. <laughs> yeah, I know they had that freeze. No, this is first. so awkward. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. Oh, I think it unfroze now. Okay, Yay. that was the most awkward. <laughs> this happened earlier once already, where I said something and people completely glossed over it. And I was like, not again. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? Because I did not catch it. You froze. Said, so our university, our university that we all attended used to be known as a matrimony college. Yeah. That's kind of odd in itself. I mean, that's all crazy. That also means, yeah, but that also means if you got out and didn't get married or at least had a fiance, you failed. My parents remind <laughs> okay. me every day. Oh, wait, we should clear this up because Delano does think that it was actually called Southern Matrimony College. It was not actually called Southern Matrimony. It was a nickname. It was not, yeah. It was nickname. Ooh, it was I that every, every Friday, it felt like every Friday they had someone, or every two Fridays, they'd have someone come up and talk about relationships. It's a cultural thing. Let's, let's be honest, guys. Is is uh is uh wow I already forgot it's like I haven't been there in years but it's literally just been not even a year uh fr- vespers vespers is just ways people could uh start making moves right let's be honest oh, yeah. that was that was first dates for a lot of people people yeah. being like hey you know what I can get my best thing like they don't because a lot of people let's be honest right people go to vespers don't go to church so they dress up for vespers try to get their girl Friday night so they can riz them up talk them up say a nice little game and then go on an actual date the next day probably on a mountain or a little date downtown, whatever. But they've been making their moves where they can just sit next to them in a church. <laughs> it's wholesome. But it's it's funny. It's, it's so a start, funny. you know? It's a start. Yeah. It's I did, I was invited to a Vespers date and I declined because I just felt like it was too cringy. 
<laughs> so you know it's you yeah know it. I was just like hey let's just do something else anything else <laughs> I just I refuse but Briley hey, do you hey, have girl, any thoughts you want to come get the Holy Spirit with me like what? <laughs> Briley, I was a like, single person <laughs> um I don't know I've been trying to think of if, if, if uh, any church I've ever been to has done anything like to try to get the young people to date but the church I grew up in, like, we were all just friends and, like, like the the guys in the churches, their grandmothers would, like, they would be like, oh, like, oh, yeah, like, try to, like, oh, like, my grandson is, oh, you know, all that stuff. But, like, at the church I grew up in, we were all younger, so no one is actually thinking about, like, dating, dating. And then in high school, so I've never really been in a church that has actually, like, pushed dating on the younger kids that individuals congratulations yeah so (laughs) yeah I I don't know the only people I've ever been like pushed and encouraged to like date or specifically date in the church would be like all my great aunts and grandmother and like all her sisters so every time I I, we we go to visit them they're always like especially my one of my oldest aunt great aunts she's always like when I was at Southern Matrimony College, like, oh, like, oh, da, da, and, like, have you found anybody yet? Like, you know, all that stuff, like, specifically hinting at, like, people go to that school to find relationships. So, yeah, never been really, like, pushed by the church specifically, but, yeah, of course, the, you know, family and stuff for specifically dating inside the church. <laughs> Wait, do you think this just came to me so i'm sorry if i'm stepping on any toes or interrupting people who wanted to go next but do you think within the culture of a christian right if you're not married or dating at a certain age you're looked down upon by the rest of the community like by your church or by everyone else like they go like oh no you know them they're never you know shit like stuff like oh almost did it stuff like that where they're just kind of looking down upon you for just not being in a relationship or not already being married Yes. Like that's kind of like, wait, what were you saying today? I just said yes. Oh. <laughs> it depends. I was gonna say, I, that feels like kind of like a double entendre. Double entendre. It sounds like a, it bites its own self in the butt because like, you know, like <laughs> not, you're not supposed to do anything crazy before you're married. But if you're not married by a certain age, then what are you doing wrong here? Facts. <laughs> What's wrong? what that's what you said to me yeah here's a here's another thing though because i feel like we're we're gonna reach this eventually but like it's kind of a good segue it's like there's a lot of pressure within the church sometimes for like to date and i feel like there's definitely a, a group grouping in each church of single people but this may come across as rude but here's the thing sometimes there's that like stereotypical church guy you know and it's like what do you do because you you go to church it's not i'm not saying it's like repelling people from going to the church who are single but like there's the there's the guy who like i'm not saying each church has this but it's like you know am i am i am i some of y'all cringy some of y'all cringy let's get it so somebody's somebody's people just be cringe some people were just not raised with the personality like they were not <laughs> raised with the option of having a personality their personality was the bible and so it's like you want me to date but this person there's isn't a person <laughs> i don't know hey, man. hey you know what for our bible warriors man hey no qualms to you y'all doing the lord's work don't get twisted we ain't trying to hate on y'all but there is some of y'all where y'all have not figured out how to simply tell a joke, have a <laughs> confident conversation uh, to allude outside from the Bible, you know? So y'all haven't been able to simply just yeah. have a normal conversation about the day, you know? Like sometimes like not everything got to lead back in conversation to God. Like obviously everything connects back to, to God and Jesus. You know, we all love him, but all the homies, right? But sometimes if you're trying to talk to somebody it's it doesn't always need to be that way bro like it doesn't need to be (laughs) sometimes i feel like in the church you have to sacrifice like having someone that you actually like versus having someone that is christian 
Like you're like, oh wow, they they present you with this person. Hey, date this person. They're Christian. <laughs> no way. <What> else? <laughs> I need more. <laughs> like I need personality. personality. The way they wear their shoes. <laughs> but it's like, oh no, they're Christian. That means you need to marry them. Like, and it's like, interests. is that it? Is that all the yeah. standards are? <laughs> or specifically at our church, they're Seventh Day Adventist because Christian isn't there. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But I think in a lot of like Christian communities, there's always just a cringy dude or a cringy girl. Even let's be honest, it's not. Let's not just keep it one way. It's all around. Keep it a buck. And I will say, even like me myself, sometimes, and even when I talk to other dudes or even girls. They kind of just avoid wanting to date a Christian person. You know, you just kind of want to be like, I don't mind me. Like, they were like, I'll be here, whatever. But the person I want to talk to, they don't want to avoid people inside the church because they're like, I don't want to be judged for this or feel whatever. Because even though we want to say we're more open these days, right, as Christians, whatever, there's still some people who are very hard, hardcore conservative, and you don't know how, how they're going to react to certain things or certain opinions you have. So you'd be like, you know, it's easier if I just go outside and then try to convert someone back in than having to... <laughs> go ahead, be with someone within, and then have to fight them constantly because uh, they think they're right. So it's... I had a really strange conversation with a, a random person at a church I was at the other day. Well, this is like months ago now, but I, I don't know how this conversation got started with this guy, but somehow we ended up in a conversation, like literally one person brought this person over and was like, hey, I thought y'all were the same person. And then ended up leaving us into conversation with each other but the guy ends up into a conversation he's like uh us single guys in the church you know it's hard for us and i was like i i'm in a relationship so <laughs> i didn't know this but you're I, on your it, own buddy <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you're on your yeah literally uh, but sucks he, to be you <laughs> but he, he was basically like yeah all all of these girls think that you're only trying to talk to them just so you can be in a relationship with them and it's always so much like like I'm like a predatory person here in the church and stuff and it was really really uncomfortable conversation to have and it was unprompted and I was like sure uh, <laughs> I'm so confused at what you're trying to say to you <laughs> yeah, basically a dude was playing the victim that's what he's saying a dude is playing the victim and he was um, trying to I'm, explain why. Me, oh, go ahead, sorry. I'm trying to say there's a stereotype of people who come to church exclusively to find a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's where it gets weird. Because this guy, from what he was describing without saying it, was that he's he's going around and looking for people basically that he's asked out and been denied over and over again to the point where incel vibes is what I got. Uh, I don't know if that's offensive to say, but... <laughs> yeah essentially it was like he was complaining because he can't get in a relationship by going to church and it's, it's like same, that like that shouldn't the be same, the reason right like that shouldn't be the reason for going to church like the reason for going to church should be like growing your relationship with god and community or whatever but like when all you know and all you've been taught in your life is that you find a relationship and a wife and a spouse in the church because that's who's going to be like equally yoked who's going to be like um is going to like raise your kids in the church like all this stuff all they're taught is that like to find a relationship to find a spouse you go to a christian school or a you go to church so like to yeah he, he was kind of creepy like and that is a stereotype to some extent. Like, there's always like creepy guys, like, ah, oh, where's my hug? But, like, um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know, like, where's the balance of going, like, yes, the focus of going to church should be for God. But also, when you're raised in that way and you have that thought process, like, how do you unthink that? How do you unlearn that? Like, how do you allow yourself to have more options just with besides within the church alone you know don't go into don't go into every relationship that you start with the opposite gender or whoever you're interested in thinking that this could develop into something more um i feel like that's something that happens very easily for people to be like oh ooh, ooh, ooh. like always considering 
new people as an option when you, that's not something you should be thinking about necessarily off the jump, you know? Yeah, like me think of them more as like a friend and then like if something else happens, I'm like, oh, but not like this is a potential. But yeah. then at the other side of things, then if you're like never progressing things, because for me, as someone who is scared of commitment, that's the worst thing you can say to me because then it's like, oh, see everyone as your friend. Don't actually get serious with any of them. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds solid. I'm not saying don't get serious with everyone or anyone. I'm just saying that not every person in the room that you go into should be considered an option when you go into a room at a church or a new or new function, right? And yeah. a lot of, from what I've seen and heard, a lot of people- You're not, you're not trying to find a last minute date to banquet. Like, yeah. this is <laughs> that. Yeah. That, yeah. True. Hey, you're trying to find a date to go to heaven with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I gotta I got find one quick or else I'm gonna die alone. I'm sorry, did you like That was pretty cringe. <laughs> but it was oh. funny, it was funny, it was funny. Because <laughs> I, I know your humor, I know, I know that wasn't serious. <laughs> Yo, wait, yo, yeah, no, but basically, uh, don't have ulterior motives when going into relationships, guys, or just simply live your life casually, and if someone seems cool to you that you just happen to hang out with casually, because people should just generally be able to talk to human beings without needing to be like, I need to date this person, so I'm going to go and have a conversation, become their friend, and then get them to go ahead and like me, because I'm going to, like, what was, what's all this, uh, different, like, we flipping, doing all this crazy stuff, just, Simply talk to people, be a nice person, casually talk to people, just, you know, live your life normally. And then if someone piques your interest while you're already talking to them normally, then maybe ask a question or two, maybe, uh, you know, start a conversation, but you don't need to go into going to a church and be like, let me stop all the girls in the room. All right. Well, how the, how the female situation looking like, what's, okay. what's the average, like, whatever. Also, oh, I was yes. just going to say, like, like, we aren't supposed to be giving, giving advice here, this is right. but I, I do it. want to ask, like, what would you recommend to those? Cause people be getting frantic. Like put yourself in somebody's shoes that like really wants to like marry some, like they want to be in a relationship with somebody. They want to like, they want to end up alone and like, yeah, they're getting scared. Like, I mean, I get it. Um, how do they <laughs> go about that without being, I don't know, weird. Self, self-actualization, being good with just yourself. There's yeah, a I, huge possibility that you will not find someone. And I feel like amen. society- People die alone every day. Literally. I think society really creates this narrative that everyone will end up and have their person and all those different things. And that's just not the truth. I feel like we really need to, um, being raised by two single women <laughs> um, who are sisters, I was definitely raised with the idea that like, hey, it's not going to work out. There's a huge possibility that it is not going to work out. And that is okay. Your life is not over. Just because you don't get your big wedding or what society tells you you need, that does not mean that your life is now over. You can have a great, fulfilling life without that. <laughs> Kirby's hyping me up right now. <laughs> and that's totally okay. Like, that's something that helped me with dating because I, it helped me walk into relationships with not the pressure of, oh my gosh, I have to do everything right. Or otherwise, if they dump me, I'm going to be alone. Like it takes this, the, the fear away from dating. Cause I think a lot of problems is that people, um, are so they get scared into relationships and they start trying to people please. Um, and they try to do everything right for the, their partner because they want to, to, they just want this to work so badly. And so I think it's a huge problem when we try to teach our young people that, oh, you need this to be happy. Especially when like pastors and elders in your church are like, when you walk in, they're like, so you found someone yet? Like, we need to cut that out. Mm-hmm. We don't need yes. to have that be a part of our conversations. We need to have a part of have like, how are you doing? Uh, are you good, man? You, you, uh, are you good? <laughs> like the the value is placed way too heavily on like like 
the ability to get married, have kids, raise them in the church and grow the church. Like sure the church needs to be grown, but if the church is being grown by people who don't actually even like the church or even like the relationships they're in, like that's not going to grow the church for starters. And even like, it's biblical. Like, was it Paul, Peter, Paul, one of the, one of the apostles were saying like, was it one of them? Paul. Paul. yeah they were saying like how it, how it was like it's better to not be married at all if you're like like if you don't have any options or like it's not bad like it's good you can just like dedicate your life to like ministry or like to helping people really like when I say ministry I'm not talking about directly for the church but just to people like dedicate your life to service and helping others so it's like there's plenty of things to do in life besides have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or kids or like you know like a lot of people do want those things and that's and that is like a hard thing to like come to terms with and stuff but like sometimes it just don't happen and that's okay yeah. and that's okay yeah. and also, <laughs> also sometimes sometimes it could be maybe there's something you need more to working within yourself especially if you're a spiritual mm-hmm. person maybe sometimes god's not going to bring someone in your life right away mm-hmm just because you've asked there that's yeah, also yeah. like a possibility if you like but, if you're not ready for it yeah yeah but even that aside like maybe sometimes it's maybe something that you still need to work on maybe there's something that is maybe you're not ready god's seeing that you're not ready for a relationship yet yeah and then, this is something i'm definitely still like well, victim like of because of just society in general like i'm turning 24 soon and um like in literally a couple days and there was there I'm not gonna lie there was a little bit of panic I'm just like oh my god I'm getting old but at the same we need to like take away the age part of it like in the grand scheme of things I'm really young and so that isn't something that we need to be like actively concerned about ever but especially not at our ages for sure a lot of years left in you man you ain't gonna sweat it but I was gonna say um uh, I, I had to learn this and I still don't think I fully grasped the concept yet because I'm a single dude who gets lonely some days and be like, Hey, it'll be nice to go on a date. That'll be cool. But realistically, right. If you ain't happy with yourself, dog, trust me, another human being is not going to make it easier for you. Trust me. Even if the person likes you, you're going to be confused the entire time. Take it from me. I had a little, like I've had situations and this or whatever, but the thing is anytime someone would tell, uh, whatever, but <laughs> Like someone would tell me that they like me, right? Like, and again, even to me, still to this day, I still am not fully happy with myself. So it kind of freaks me out. So especially if you're not able to deal with that, you're going to find yourself constantly second guessing yourself and questioning the person that if you, again, if you somehow don't, you're not happy with yourself, somehow you get in a relationship because you kind of forced it, trying to really get in there and really try to find that person. You're going to be very confused and constantly fighting with yourself, wondering why does this person like me? Because you're so, oh my Please tell me you didn't hear that. Um, but great. Um, but the thing is, is you're going to be constantly fighting within yourself. So ideally, be okay with just being yourself, like Danila said. Some of you just got to be happy just being alone. It's just you and yourself. Be happy. Get to know yourself. You don't. You probably don't even know who you are yet. You you probably, again, most people listening to this probably under 22 themselves. So you don't even know who you are. Calm down. Figure it out. Go on an adventure. Do some stuff. Get get yourself right in your head, and then maybe someone will come along. It'll be a lot easier to deal with that. Another human actually, our demographic up. is twenty two and older, so no. <laughs> it's like twenty two to like fifty five. <laughs> oh, what if you're fifty five? Yeah. I don't know. You listen to me right now, but that's crazy. <laughs> um, so let's see a kid. I heard something once, and it said, it said like if you're putting so much pressure on yourself and you're going out to look for love, sometimes you ironically you won't be able to find it the best type of love is the one that you find like or come it finds you my bad like the one that you stumble upon and obviously that's not going to be true for all scenarios but like i think that that's that's something that's beautiful in that and in a way like we were just talking about a lot of pressure that you can get from people within the church marry people sometimes in the church or the people who feel like they can, they, it's their mission now to like tell everybody how to get married and stuff like that. But like, I think it's definitely something we, 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 uh, it's definitely something to, to look at because sometimes that pressure can get to you. Um, 
it's more like some like some from some of my friends i'm like i'm hearing some of the stuff that they say and it's like i don't know i feel bad because like in a way it's, it shouldn't feel like that you shouldn't be stressed out and then like over time they'll start to either lower standards or or start to overlook some crazy red flags even because now it becomes desperation and then I'm, and then you ask yourself when they are in a relationship is that really like love or are you just telling yourself that just mm-hmm. yeah. a serious question mm-hmm. yeah it can be stressful like no like for me i've never been asked out like 21 years and <laughs> never been asked out yet but i'm okay with that <laughs> at this moment i'm okay with that we should also um, preface that you were homeschooled. I was homeschooled, yeah, all 12 years. So um, well, didn't really have, huh? It'd be a little funny if you were asked out. Say, you've never been asked out, but I think we've had stories where we're talking about this. There's, there's people alluding to try to talk to you, but they just don't know how to do it. Nah, that don't count. <laughs> but she's never been asked no, out. That's so I've never truth. been asked out, so yeah. yeah. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> um. <laughs> you just I, oh, like, I guess the pressures like the pressures of like not like dating someone or I've never been asked me out and then it like gets to you like after a little while if you're not okay with yourself like if you're not like like comfortable with who you are and then like you've never been asked out or n- no one's ever shown like that much interest in you it starts to create those doubts like he was saying um which also yeah interesting yeah. i lost my train of thought again it's okay okay I'm tired. Guys, I'm I, have a question. <laughs> I have a question okay. so what do you guys i want like to hear from everyone what do you guys think are the top two major problems with dating and christianity just like you can think of it might not be the, the absolute top but just like off the top of your head right now like what do you think or even relationships not just specifically dating but like relationships and christianity go 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 read uh pressure from older people Mm. um i think that's a big thing and then also another thing would be i want to say the people around you like some would think that having other people in your age range dating around you would be a positive influence i think it's actually affected a lot of people negatively because then you kind of feel if you're not dating then there's a problem with you because if you already have people from older than you trying to tell you should be dating and doing whatever if you see people around you dating now you feel inferior especially if at a younger age right yeah comparison yeah so that's i think those are two of the biggest things that i've noticed especially because when you're in a church of a lot of youth and you see people who are dating and like you feel like you're one of the few people who aren't you definitely get hit a lot harder with that. I'm trying to think of two, but only one's in my head right now, just over and over again in my head. So I'm just going to say this one right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the times, like people are looking for that, for a person who has a deep, like I, like I heard a few times, deep connection with God, like God's first in their life. And like, they, you know, it's like a big, like, I guess, characteristic that they want in that person. And that's fine. The problem is, is that like, realistically, um what the reality is is that that's very rare and i think what's more what's more gonna happen is even with like even the pastor for example if you're gonna be dating a pastor like there's still room for growth and at the end of the day like everyone is at different stages at their relationship with god which is what it's all about it's a it's you know god is per is is everyone has their own relationship with god and on their own growth path. So I feel like a lot of times it's being characterized like you should find someone who is God-fearing, but it's really, it's more like there's people who are further in that um, relationship with God than you are or behind. And so it becomes instead of like a turnoff, instead of realizing, oh, we can grow together in a sense. And I feel like that's actually what's probably the most realistic to happen rather than finding someone who's already fully, because like you said, sometimes there is people who are fully, um, I guess, grounded in the Bible, but it's almost like their entire personality. There's nothing. I really like that you said that, Vincent, because I definitely see there's a lot of pressure 
um, to specifically for women to find a man who is very spiritually grounded. That's a lot of pressure on men. Like it's like, we're going to be the same age, but you're supposed to be like this amazing, like spiritual leader. Um, and like you said, everybody is at different phases of their relationship with God. Um, and that's, I think that's just unfair. Um, another thing that kind of is related to that, um, your relation, like people's relationship with God are also, are also just going to look different. Like, I'll be honest and transparent here. Um, I was a little hesitant to date Delano because that was the advice that, you know, I was getting from everybody, like make sure they're grounded in a relationship with God and his relationship with God on the outside to me. I mean, it didn't look like the, you know, it it is not the stereotypical like Seventh-day Adventist guy um, that like speaks in front of church or, or plays the guitar for worship songs with people or like whatever. Um, and I think a lot of people will hold that up as kind of the type you're supposed to be looking for, which is not, it's so stupid. Like, yes, if you find a guy like that and and you love him, fantastic. I'm not hating on that type of person at all, but that's a very, very small part of people. And I don't even think I would necessarily like dating somebody like that. Um, everybody's relationship with God looks different. Um, we've been touching on this off and on throughout this whole thing, but just like the idea that there's a blueprint, um, like a formula, I think Kirby used the word formula earlier, for Christian dating is so false. Um, and that applies, I think, to Christianity in general. Like there's not a formula for being a Christian. God is a God of so many different um, characteristics and he connects with people in so many different ways. There's not one right way to be a Christian or to date as a Christian. If everybody was supposed to date the same way, then why wouldn't everybody be made the same way? Why wouldn't there be anybody who is unique? No? We are all different because because we're different, you know? And that's fine because if, if we were all the same, it'd be a very dull world. Um, I guess the first thing, two things that came to my mind was like the urgency to get married, but the like lack of commitment, like mm. from the youth, <laughs> like just in general, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I see that a lot. Like a lot of people are talking to a lot of people, but then no one actually wants to like date or actually like commit to one person, like just like in the churches, different churches up into. So that's the first two things that came to my mind. Do you think it's wrong for people wanting to, you know, just talk to multiple people and see their options about who they would like not today? Not particularly. No, not, no. I, I think <clears throat> having options, but I think um, being clear in, like, communication is important in that. Like, clearly communicating what a person is looking for. And I feel like people are scared of, like, stepping on people's toes. And so they're not, because, like, that don't, maybe people don't even realize that they're scared of commitment. Or, like, they're just not ready for commitment. But then, like, everyone's pressuring them, like, in the church to, like, settle down and get married. But they're like, okay, but, like, well, you know, I don't know. That's just what I've seen in churches. Hmm. There's also, like, I guess I didn't really say two things, but one thing I can think of that kind of relates to that is, um, like, the urgency to get married is people who rush into marriage and like we've said before like they're looking for oh as long as they're a christian they're good and they rush into marriage and they they ignore all the red flags and then like christians are very very human like we there have been some really toxic relationships that have come out of um just like feeling the pressure to get married and rushing into it I think, I think another thing that uh, comes to, for, to mind for me, um, the idea that it's important to do it right the first time, um, that's statistically impossible almost. Like it's not typically the happening that you're doing it right the first time. Um, and even if it is the first time and the first time is the only time, you're not necessarily doing it right but you're learning the first from time it. in dating or like marriage dating 
Okay. Yeah, one and done. <laughs> there is a harsh reality. Some people need to understand the person they're dating right now for the very first time, they might not marry, dude. And you might make mistakes while in the date while dating this person. So you might have to want to learn from these mistakes, deal with, the, with someone who is making mistakes and wait with them to learn from them. Um, things like that. I think a lot of people assume every person they're going to get with is going to be the perfect individual for them. Yeah, it's like people get placed on a pedestal and then like people are, are people and human and they do human things and people are like, you're not that person that I've created in my head. What are you doing <laughs> acting outside this little box? Like, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, definitely that's an issue, especially like in a godly aspect. Like they, you could meet them in like like Sabbath school or Bible study and people are like, wow, they read their Bible. Like they like sing song service and like they create this narrative around that person who they are in church but then when they start like going out for real and then like talking and like they get to know who they actually are and they don't like that person and so they think they're like ungodly or unchristian because they don't fit this one like theme 24 7 right okay so we need to start wrapping up um we have some questions on our instagram where people have put through we told them that we're doing dating and we have some rapid fire questions so i think the best way to do this is i'll ask a question one person will answer it, and then we'll move on all right so let's make sure we let everyone talk <laughs> um, and if you absolutely feel like you have to say something like you can like to add on to it but like let's make this quick so the first one is what are the do's um, or, sorry, what are the don'ts when dating someone in a young adult, as a young adult Christian? Rush things. Ooh, there you go. Okay, <laughs> dealing with mixed signals during the talking phase. Thoughts? Talking it out, because uh, not saying something is worse than saying something, and then talking it out again, so... If you're correct about our demographics, uh, yeah, we too grown to be looking at things and not understanding what's going on. Just say it. Let's just come on. We grown people. Talk okay, about communication. It. Yeah, I do feel like I have to add to this too. The talking phase is probably so trash nowadays. It's so long. Um, it's incredibly long. I've been in talking phases that lasted like a year, and we're we have no title. We're going on dates weekly, and what are we <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so See, yeah. but if you feel yeah but the thing is if you feel like you want to be something more just say it. just say it. if you feel like you want to talk and say you go like man this feels weird i want to just explain Ooh, that i want to be women are taught that we're not supposed to do that that's a whole other hey, <laughs> i've okay. me personally but okay yeah so what is your biggest struggle when dating dating doing it. <laughs> two single people <laughs> dating in general <laughs> um do you have a preference, a preference. You know that. yeah i feel like i Go prefer in personally oh i think they mean like wait i don't think they mean gender i think they're talking about like <laughs> like type of person like, and yeah type, I think that's what they meant yeah preference yeah. isn't type i mean y'all don't need to know yeah i don't think yeah, yeah i don't think it's wrong to have a preference just don't be racist. If they're what? human, pretty good. <laughs> now, louder for those in the back. Yeah, y'all yeah. yeah, don't even know all the little things I'm into. Yeah, it's good. If okay, you know me, so you know me. You know would me. you date someone shorter or taller than you? Yes. Yes, I, like, not, like, drastically shorter, I'll be honest, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not that big a deal. Wait, Riley, you would date someone shorter than you? I say that don't knowing lie. Don't lie I to people. Briley, don't, don't lie to people. Briley, don't I lie. Say I swear that not, do not lie. Briley, it is I, now the Sabbath. Do not lie. I, <laughs> I say that knowing I'm 5'2", and statistically, most people are so taller if, so, than me. So, okay, so if okay, a five-foot even man was trying to ask you on a date? It depends. There's if so many more things. Yes. No. <laughs> it depends on a lot of different things, so I don't know. Would you not okay. feel a certain way if a five-foot even man tried to talk to you? Would you not you feel like Kirby. okay Would moving you? on um uh who should make the first move you or the your possible significant other let's just do short answers kirby go 
Uh, whoever wants it more. No. <laughs> just say you or the other person. Just make it. It's, like, it's a, if you were really about wanting to make okay, the first move, go. they want uh, you more I think the guy make the first, first move. move. Yeah, Darcy. I want the guy to make the first move, but if I reject them first, then I need to make the first move to get them back. Oh, yes. <laughs> Call an answer. <laughs> Delano. Uh, whoever wants to yet. Oh my God, Vincent. Equality. Ooh, I like this question. I think I would say the guy first, but at the same time, the way I am, I feel like I, I would like edge it, edge it, edge it, both friends, and then when we get to like a place where I know it's almost obvious, I, then I say. Okay. I definitely think That's the guy should. I'm sorry. I'm putting the pressure on you guys. Uh, <laughs> so what are you going to, so are we going to play the little game where it's like, well, I'm here. You should know that I'm into you already. No. Next question. Next um, question. This person said, what are the red flags? So many. Okay. Well, what are the do's and don'ts in a relationship? Racism. Is the dope. It's, it's, <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. That's a solid one. I that's said dudes first, so you're like All right. Um, pros and cons of a long distance relationship. Uh, I am on the currently problem. in a long distance relationship. I have had a long distance relationship. The whole it's all cons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. depending i would say on, depending on the love language and is depending on the time frame you are away that's true that's a solid answer it's something that, that is that's good now and it's difficult but it's um when you communicate through it it's it becomes doable obviously because the, the time is not so long between but yeah I if mean, you're really in a physical touch you can't do it just don't <laughs> yeah it's that is my number one love language so (laughs) yeah just don't and then my second like that's also tied with physical touch is quality time so for me it's just not oh yeah nah you don't you can't do a little facetime quality time for like i am currently in one (laughs) so okay next question um my which might be just a troll but how to date one word don't listen to this podcast so you might figure it out oh my gosh Okay, next In the question. words of Nike, share, do it backwards, and you'll have all the answers. Oh, there you go. Okay, next question. Um, being or this is just kind of a statement that we can discuss on being serious slash dating for marriage and not investing too much too quickly. Hmm. Uh, too fast, too soon. There is a lot of rushed relationships in Christianity. Like someone meets someone um, and then are engaged three months later and then married two months later. Three months? Danielle, I've seen two weeks. I, Come on now. Hey, That's I was giving crazy. them time. <laughs> I was being generous. I said, hey, we can get married tomorrow. You know, my dad's the pastor. We can just get it done. <laughs> that situation. Yeah. And in order to be real about a relationship, it takes time. So... <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah, you can't. I, I know we're not supposed to give out advice. Also, also quickly, very quickly. At the end of the day, marriage is marriage is like, I wouldn't say a piece of paper because it's a very sacred bond. But you, if um, if it really is going to be forever, then being married doesn't really change that as much, because you're gonna be with them beyond that as much as well. So. For some reason, like people like to think that marriage is like makes a huge change or something, but really it should be the same. And it all should only get better from there because of time and not because now you have a ring on your finger. Yeah. Yeah. Mar- yeah. The ring symbolizes something. But as far as the relationship between you two, it should just continue to keep growing. Yeah. And yeah. if you're going to rush, if you're going to throw all your chips in, like I guess, in, in a way, and like just kind of rush things you're gonna miss some things that are so beautiful and that ironically you will miss out on your big win maybe miss out on the big wedding day or other things that you're also 
you know, looking forward to it because you've rushed. So it's kind of ironic in, in the best way. It's like this is like slow and steady wins the race in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take your time because you need to enjoy also the moments that you have. Marriage yeah. isn't an end goal, but a step point in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. A quick little thing about this. I think y'all shouldn't get married until you guys hate each other one time. Because uh, some people just get too happy and then never see the bad side of their person yet. And then once they finally see it after they get married, they confuse. Okay, yeah, Dr. Be, Phil. Hey. <laughs> just don't like, just be, be tired of your person one time and be but like, that's true, that's true. You know, I, I can deal with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, and, and, and to be clear, he's not saying annoying. Yeah. He's not saying annoyed. I mean, look, I can't stand this person today. Just leave me alone. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Because you still want to talk to them. You still want to be involved with them, but you just can't deal with them right now. Like where you got to make a comeback from. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, just wrapping up, we we need to do this topic again. Because there is so much we did not talk about. We did not even talk about virginity, shaming, um, (laughs) divorce. We didn't really talk much about marriage. Well, I can talk about divorce. But I think I think there needs to be a part two to this um, at some point for sure. But just to wrap up today, um, let's do our application. Um, what's something that you got out of it? And yeah, let's go. Dating. <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> I can start us off. I just think that um, I I really appreciated this conversation with just hearing the different perspectives. And it's really easy for us because we're very like-minded individuals because we're friends. <laughs> and so we have a lot of um, similar ideas about things, but hearing it coming not from me was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm not wrong about this. <laughs> it just kind of was like, an extra like okay yeah um I'm not the only one that's experienced this um pressure in the church and it's just yeah community I liked this I'll say uh communication is utmost key in a relationship whether it be a uh dating relationship a marriage relationship a friendship communicating is number one Sometimes it's okay to be single and not ready to be mingle. Hey. <laughs> For me, I figured out what I already knew this, but I think this conversation helped me figure out more. Uh, be happy with yourself, guy and or girl. You know, we ain't discriminating. Everyone can be sad. Uh, but, uh, you know, relations are not going to make you happy, man. Uh, be happy with yourself first and then find somebody. I will not be original and I'll just piggyback off of what Kirby said and just say that dating and relationships and marriage is not life and there's so much more to get out of life than just that all right that sounds good um so just to end it off I'm Danila I'm Vincent I'm Delano I'm Darcy I'm Kirby and I'm Briley and bye bye (laughs) you (laughs) said